0: Sean Rima 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Why, hello there. Six minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, six, I already told you that. Six minutes after 9. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. So everybody, ah, uh, hump. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, 210-599-5555. That was bad. I've been using that joke for 20 years. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give us a call and uh, uh, lots of stuff to make our way through. Most of it involving transgendered people. Uh, we also have a very bizarre monkey attack in Oklahoma. We're going to hit. That's a hard hitting story coming up later on. I, I, you know, right off the bat, and I, I, I'm. This is one of those days where I want to pick up from something Riccardi was talking about last night, and Trey and I picked up on it this morning. In that, if you look at a new poll, it's a new poll, interactivepolls.com. I know, I know, DeSantis. Trey was talking about a, a poll that he won yesterday, but uh, interactivepolls.com. Trump, fifty two percent. DeSantis, twenty eight percent. Um, yeah. it's the, the the next election? We we say this every time an election season comes around uh, that this is the most important election ever in the history of human beings and. Uh, in, in, a, in a weird way, that's kind of true, but this election cycle coming up is really, really, <laughs> like it really, really is that important. And a lot of you know that already. Trey and I are kind of, bra- I'm sure Riccardi is doing the same thing in Lars. We're we're kind of bracing for what promises to be an extraordinarily messy uh, and intense uh, campaign season and uh y- you and i uh kind of got a double whammy here because not only uh are, are we dealing with uh, a leadership change which is desperately needed uh in the oval office but also we have uh, you know our next mayoral election and 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 uh, char- uh, charter or uh, proposition a we have a lot of stuff going on locally so in, in a sense the next election cycle is going to not only determine the future seriously of of this country, and whether or not we remain as we are or, or as we were intended to be, and were for you know a fair amount of time a, a a free nation where individual rights are guaranteed by a document called the Constitution rights that you and I have just by being born, man, being born on planet stinking earth whole lot of people are busy at the task of transforming this country into a third world asshole that they can then control and control every uh, stinking aspect of your life and uh, down that road down that path uh, you know at the end of it at the end of that yellow brick road we all end up eating out of the same dumpster right except for a handful of elites at the top of the food chain we have the same fork in the roads coming up in san antonio uh with with this uh, proposition A and and you you you're now hearing the ads or as british people say the adverts for uh folks who are calling themselves uh it's not about pot.org which uh, is that what they're called James uh and i've seen the tv ads or playing radio ads and i think it's badass because that is a, a very important message the pot thing is just a shiny object Right behind the pot thing is you can steal up to 750 bucks and it's a misdemeanor. It's sight and release. it's a it's a ticket, ticketable offense. Uh, you can steal 750 bucks worth of services from anybody. go get your car fixed, go eat a lobster dinner somewhere and just walk the hell out you uh it'll be legal to vandalize anybody's personal property or their business up to twenty five hundred dollars no it's not about the pot if this thing goes through and if mayor Nuremberg, if freaking ron and i hate his signs they're so it's so obnoxious you know what i mean ron <laughs> He just his signs all say just ron because he, he's just ron man he's your buddy ron He's your big brother Ron. <laughs> big brother, good choice of words. Uh if 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 uh, proposition A goes through if Nuremberg gets another ter- uh, ter- uh, ter- term in office which would be his last that he could take. You, you If both of these, if Democrats remain, you know, maintain leadership at the Oval Office because they freaking cheat or whatever, and Nuremberg stays in office and Prop A goes through, okay, not only is the country you know going to disappear, but the city you know is going to disappear. And we're there. And, and so I'm looking at some of the national numbers with the folks who have announced and Trump is leading the pack, 52%. In this most recent poll, DeSantis coming up uh, in the rear there, 28%. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think w- what that tells me, it tells me a couple of things. It tells me that the reason Trump is leading the pack, no matter how you, what you think of him, you think he's gruff or insulting... Uh, if you're like me and you're not really, you don't really cotton to the idea of, of, of you know, insulting DeSantis and, and doing the usual Trumpian name-calling thing, which, you know what, when you had observable enemies that everybody hated, that was a good ploy. Everybody hated Hillary Clinton. Everybody knew she was a piece of crap and a liar and corrupt. So uh, calling her Crooked Hillary and all the stuff, that worked in that contest. I don't think that would work in the primary season against uh, Desantis and and Nikki and and uh, and you know all the, whomever else uh, uh, shows up. Uh, as Trey said, a lot of these folks, if if it is Trump, you're going to want to bring into your cabinet. Hell, if it's Desantis. Uh, But I think Trump is doing so well because whether you love him or you hate him, if you are worried about the crap that's going on, the surreal crap that's going on in this country, whether it's the border or it's Ukraine or it's the gender thing, the woke crap, the race trip that everybody's on right now, Uh, the Russians, this drone thing yesterday where they're actually shooting fuel at the thing to set it on fire. Uh, we're essentially already at, in my opinion, we're already engaged in World War III with China. People are are still looking at Trump going, you know what, if we plug, if we can get him in there, we know exactly what he'll do. <laughs> he's a, at this point, he's a known franchise. He's a known product. You know exactly what you get. You know that he'll do all the stuff that you want to have happen in this country right now to save it. I just, I, and I'm there, too. You know, if it's Trump, I will vote for him and not think twice about it. If it's DeSantis, I will vote for him and not think twice about it. You know, uh, because this country is in desperate need of saving <laughs> right now. It really, and you know it, most of you know it. If you're a liberal idiot, you're shaking your head and thinking I'm a Nazi. Uh, so, you know, it, very important stuff, and I, I, I think that's why you're seeing this this Trumpian That's the word of the day, Trumpian. I think I just—I don't know if I made that up or if somebody else. No, somebody else has certainly said that. Uh, You know, it's just people know what they'll get with him at this point. They know that our enemies around the world will be shivering a bit in their boots uh, at the idea of Trump being back in the Oval Office because he know they—they know he'll kick their ass. Uh, If need be, Uh, the cartels certainly don't want a guy like Trump back, you know, back in the Oval Office. Mexico itself (laughs) doesn't want Trump back in the Oval Office, the government, Mexican government, which at this point is predominantly the cartels anyway. But I think the general population, and I I, I would submit to you, and I've been saying this, and then we'll uh, try to hit a phone call here uh, before we break. I I said this, uh, I've said this on on a number of occasions, at different presidential cycles uh, George Walker Bush's second term or the the, the election leading up to that uh, Trump actually in 2016 is that uh, when it comes to a person's ability to just simply live their life uh, which is to be reasonably safe yeah? uh, from crime, from uh, enemies beyond our borders from illegal immigration, when it comes to being able to afford the basic crap like bread and gas and paying your mortgage and and, and making sure your kids have everything they need. When it comes to the nuts and bolts of life, uh, I think there are probably a fair amount of Democrats who uh, vote a certain way. They just don't freaking tell anybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because they also want to be able to afford a dozen eggs, they also want to be able to walk down their street without getting, you know, hit upside the head with a with a lead pipe. They also don't want their businesses to be ransacked, but they don't tell anybody. But when they're in the privacy of the voting booth, they do something uh, uh, different, uh, you know. I, and so I I, I think we're it, it, at that one of those moments where I think there's probably a lot of Democrats that are going to vote Republican, but they're not going to tell anybody because they're living the same crap that they're living in the the same crap that you and I are. It's the true believers uh that you see on TV for the most part. Let's take a quick call. Let's go to uh Alex. Alex, how you doing? Dryma. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh,
2: okay. So, <laughs> if if we, if we get to the next election, <laughs> we we may have a chance. That's a big if. Right. Because this, this World Health Organization takeover that Biden plans next month, hmm. most people don't even realize what that actually means. What that actually means is the United States government is going to cede its power to the World Health Organization, Ugh. and they're going to be able to determine what a health crisis is, and they'll be allowed to put U.N. troops on U.S. soil.
1: That's great. And when
2: that happens... I'm out, dude.
1: And what do you mean by out? Four
2: notes to my constitution. Right. I'm. I'm not. Right now, I don't even acknowledge the U.S. government as the legitimate government of right. this country because they're a bunch of criminals. Okay, they are worse than the cartels. At least with the cartels, you know what you
1: got. Well, okay. the cartels we, will do anything. The cartels just want to make money. That's what they do. Okay, they're, they're, It's like a rattlesnake. you get you close to a rattlesnake. It's going to bite you, and you're going to die. Yes. It's its nature. But, but government- our government is sanctimoniously telling us and preaching to us every day that all this ruinous crap that they're doing is actually good for us.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, while you have no eggs on the shelves, Mm. you got gas prices going through the roof, you got banks failing right and left. Okay, this isn't going to stop. This is by design.
1: Yeah. Okay, I agree. And
2: anybody that doesn't see that is an idiot.
1: Yep. I agree, Alex. Alex, I got to run, man. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for the call, brother. By uh, coming up, what the monkey did in Oklahoma 210 599 5555. We'll take a break at Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. We're talking about the, the importance of the next uh, election election cycle, both uh, the national level and the local level in regards to uh, Proposition A. And the re-election of Ron Nurin turd uh let's go to uh let's go to uh tom real quickly on on uh the phone then we'll talk about the monkey in oklahoma uh tom how you doing
3: i'm doing pretty good sean thank you uh you're talking about can you hear me
1: yeah oh, i got you man yeah all
3: right you're talking about uh trump and desantis and the biggest problem we've got there is that they have got to Pit Trump against DeSantis so they can have something to talk about and not talk about what they're doing to this country.
1: So whichever one. Well, Trump's not helping that much though by his attacks on DeSantis.
3: No, Trump never helped himself. (laughs) He's a New Yorker, okay? He's always putting himself behind.
1: Forget about it.
3: Yeah, Yeah, forget about that. Uh, The problem is, okay, we're at the time your last caller had it right. You know, we're at a time where this is it, okay? Mm. If we don't get this done. If people don't wake up, if you know, if they don't come out of their coma, then mm. we, we've got a major problem. Because if you bring UN troops onto United States soil and say you will listen to them, mm. I don't think that's gonna go too well.
1: No, it certainly won't go well in Texas. <laughs> you know, tell yeah. you that.
3: No, I, I, but, you know, people... oh, go
1: ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. You go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Now, listen. You know common sense if we just take common sense and look at the issues and put common sense beside all of it it's a no brainer okay we have corruption in our government the bottom line if we don't cut the corruption out we're always going to be in the same situation we are in right well, now well and it's going to get That's,
1: worse i mean we we've had corruption for for a long time but but uh, you know corruption is now policy it seems and and You know, these are people, these are ideologues who uh, uh, want this country to be transformed into something other than what it is, uh, which is which is a constitutional republic and a representative government. They want it to be a third world asshole. They want it to be a fascist state. I mean, that's plainly obvious. And they have enough useful morons. Who are uh, walking lockstep behind him on this crazy agenda? I mean, we're, we're we're common sense. We're living in a moment where the shiny thing they keep putting in front of our face is this gender crap, you know, and the and the inherent racism of white people crap. While meanwhile, they're they're gutting
3: the country. Yeah, it's a smokescreen. You know, you put people in there you don't even know how to give a definition of a woman, okay, <laughs> and you put them in power. I mean, how do you how do you even think about how
1: do you know, have a conversation across the table with somebody like that? you? You, know you I mean? don't. You right, don't. Right. You
3: can't. You just have to shake your head and go on. I mean, yep. the you know, I, we really need to all really pray really hard, mm. and then we really all need to go out and tell people, say, look, just use common sense, and you're not going to get Trump to stop talking. It's no, not, you're
1: I gotta right. Happen. I got to run, but but you're absolutely right, Tom. You know, I think I think the two best things you could do right now. Apart from vote, you know uh and participate no matter how messed up the system may be, is first and foremost, yeah, uh, he said it to, uh, pray, pray and pray some more and talk, speak your truth, dig your heels in I don't care if you get don't worry about getting canceled, don't worry about that crap, just speak your truth two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five we'll talk about what the monkey did in Oklahoma next. <laughs>
0: at your beck and call. The stunning developments stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah man, news talk
1: 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Uh, i I'm Sean. I am going to bring James and Don in on this. Don if you're if you're not uh too busy winning awards over there if you could uh, you know just to uh, join the program for just a second. I actually want your news acumen on this cuz I don't I'm seeing a trend here. All right. Something's going on.
4: He sounds so enthused, Don.
1: <laughs> Something, okay. Okay. We talked yesterday about a zebra attack in Ohio, right? Right. Do you, do, does one expect to see zebras in Ohio? No, right? If somebody has zebras in Ohio, we would consider they're not native to Ohio. They're freaking zebras, right? Maybe, this is true. maybe if you're on the African plains, you might see the odd zebra, but you're not. You don't tend yeah. to see one in the freaking Midwest of America, unless no. they're they're exotic pets, right? Almost tore a dude's arm off. Today, the story breaks that a woman was attacked by a monkey in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, <laughs> Brittany Parker uh, uh, talking to something called K O K H. Said that around 6.08 6, p.m. in whatever Oklahoman town she lives in. I don't even know if Oklahoman is a word. She says, "quote I looked out the window and there was a monkey looking at me." <laughs> and then she, she followed, And then she so says, I investigated. And then she says, <laughs> she says, I took a second glance and said. Oh my God! There's a monkey on the front porch. (laughs) (laughs) The monkey attacked her, and I'm not, you know, and pulled out a bunch, ripped her, jumped on the back of her neck and started ripping her hair out. Mm -hmm. Almost ripped her ear off. She's going to need plastic surgery. Wow! Monkeys aren't nice. No, they'll kill you, and they go for the soft bits. I'm told. Yes, they do. I'm just okay. We have two stories now where exotic animals in 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 places that are, they're not native to have attacked human beings. Are we going to see like lemur attacks in Peoria tomorrow? I mean, we it, it, don't you think it's a little odd that people are being? I mean, I I just recently uh, reread the Book of Revelation. Uh, mm-hmm. With Nebraska, I don't remember anything about and exotic animals will gnash their teeth and rise up against you know i'm just saying it's it's damn peculiar these are not animals that are, in, you know, native to
4: Ohio and Oklahoma. No, <laughs> not at all.
1: And the chimpanzees
4: do not mess around. They
1: ripped a chick's face off uh, in California uh, about a decade ago. Mm-hmm.
4: Don, you might remember this: the uh, UTSA student uh, Andrew Oberly went to go study at Jane Goodall's place in South Africa. <laughs> Two chimps messed him up so bad that he had feet amputated and... Oh, oh they'll uh, kill you. They're, 20, they're not pleasant yeah. animals. I mean, they, when they're mad, uh, they, they do chimpanzee things. They, <laughs> they do, and they, they'll kill
1: you. Monkeys, in their natural state, form armies against each other. I mean, right. they, they do. They're very communal. Point being, what's with the exotic animals sur- suddenly turning against humans? I find that very strange. And, uh, yeah, monkeys, why anybody would want to own a monkey? You, you see these cutesy-pootsy videos on social media oh, yeah. where some rich idiot buys a freaking monkey. You know, ah, it's so cute. Like he's got a little diaper. Ah, look, I'm giving a little bath in the sink. Yeah, well, in, in about six years, he's going to rip your face off. Right. I, I uh, actually... Uh, uh, you the, want a monkey. You want a pet monkey. You no, told us you're here no. on the show before, you want to get a pet monkey. I was lying. Trey... <laughs> Trey wants a monkey. <laughs> Trey likes monkeys. I don't know why.
4: Trey dances with monkeys. Dude grew up right. in Texas.
1: He loves monkeys. Yeah, He's man. probably listening right now laughing his ass off, going, yep, I do love monkeys. He was in a cage full of monkeys just uh, recently. And the monkeys were naked. And they was naked. And they'll throw their poop at you. <laughs> so Trey you got naked? And st- no, know. he didn't get naked <laughs> no. with a bunch of monkeys. I wouldn't advise that. Again, they, they go for That's the, the soft bits.
4: <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Sorry, and overalls um, ain't
4: going to help you. I, <laughs> yeah, right. I dude.
1: actually, I got to tell you guys this because this is funny. I, I've just, dis- my wife and I have discovered a new co- a comedian, uh, Joe Coy. Have you heard of him? Oh yeah. Yeah, we're ju- he's, we're just hearing about this guy. Oh, really? Yeah,
2: there was a big there was a big scandal about him recently.
4: Well, what I, was going on? I don't know. Was some actress he was dating, and they broke up, and she was all mad at well, him. Well, Joe Joe was dating. Well, I thought I think he's still dating Chelsea Handler, unless that's what oh, you're thinking of. I think, that's the, I think that's
1: the one. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. No. If you dumped her, you're better off. She's nuts, like a monkey. Wasn't
4: um, he, he? just here, or
2: he's coming here, or something like.
1: that? I don't know. But I, 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 we we listened to a bit that he did that was hilarious, where he's going off and out. kind of like me, he doesn't fight, he doesn't know how to fight.
4: No, Joe's. I
1: grew up in the hard scrabble streets of Annapolis, Maryland. Okay, I don't know how to fight. All right, mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys, and and he was he was talking about monkeys, about how they'll throw their crap at you. <laughs> is this the second day in a row I've talked about monkey poop? I think it is. And uh, he said, you know, I've considered this, that the way that a lot of dudes could avoid fights (laughs) is to throw your poop at the other dude. And my wife and I are at Whataburger laughing our ass off. And he he suggests, he said, because nobody is going to fight you if you're holding a handful of poop. (laughs) And if you think about it. Oh, no, hey, man, you okay, man? <laughs> no, you go. No, I no trouble, man. Nobody wants to have poop thrown at him I'm just saying, as a tactic to avoid fights, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that might not be a bad option.
2: Yeah, who wants to play a little rock paper feces? <laughs> I say I win.
1: Just, you know, somebody's going to come at you. Just fling a turd at him <laughs> No.
4: Let's not encourage that. Come on. Rocham poop.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start practicing in the backyard. I'm going to no! go, set up some saw horses with some tin cans, start flinging my poop. I tell you, you know, no. oh, I, I'm going to watch uh, Mahomes. I'm going to, like, study his pitching style so I can see if I can, like, you know, sliders and fast poops, rock, fastballs.
4: Rock beats scissors. I'm scissors just saying. Beat- I'm just saying. Oh,
1: right. okay. I'm just saying if you were to throw your poop at somebody, they might run in the opposite direction. Just a thought.
4: It'll buy you time, at least. It'll <laughs> buy you a few precious seconds. It's strategic. As, as, <laughs> as, as my man goes, oh, no
1: you, no, you didn't. Just throw your poop at me. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass.
4: <laughs> Much more severe than a chunkla. <laughs>
1: You got it over my van. Now, what if you dip the chunkla in? No, come on. Um, no. 210
4: right. 599 You know, you could go to jail for something like that. That's outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I have, what Man. What kind of sick human being would do something like that, Sean Rima?
1: <laughs> hey, I don't want to lose the money, Meg. I don't want nobody hitting me in the face here, so if I got to fling some poop. All Two one zero five nine nine nine. A monkey attacked a woman. Oh, man. Yeah. In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. Okay. All right. She looked out the window. And Saw said, a monkey looking back at me. My it.
2: God, I think there's a monkey looking back at
1: my me. My God, and then she took a second yeah. look. Yeah, and then she... There said, is a monkey looking back at me. Then she decided to go outside. I kind of would have stayed inside on that. I, yeah, I probably would have called 911 on that one. I wouldn't have gone what out. the experts handled. wouldn't have gone out to get a closer look. Yeah. But that's Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you about my friends. That's why we live in Texas
0: the news that's hot
5: extraordinarily hot
0: situation right now minutes away at the top on news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071
1: hello there it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 you know coming up at 10.05 i want to dive back into prop a and uh, james and i were just having a discussion off the air that i'm going to kind of revisit on the air revisit uh when we get back because the the pot legalization thing. It's not really pot legalization, but it's decriminalization or whatever they want to call it. It's kind of the shiny object uh with uh with Proposition A that uh they, they want you to focus on rather than the decriminalizing of crime. That's <laughs> really what it is decriminalizing crime in San Antonio. Beyond that, I look at my clipboard of messy notes, and ninety percent of it is tranny stuff. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just I I'm gonna say I want to say something for the record at this point that I mentioned on where and Rhyma, and this in regards to Wellesley College in Massachusetts, which has been a all womans college since 1870, started uh, at a time when women couldn't weren't didn't weren't didn't go to college, didn't think about their own lives. And uh, now, uh, well, they're going to accept dudes in dresses uh, at Wellesley, Wellesley College in Massachusetts. Uh, we got Drew Barrymore. I, I saw this. I'm like, oh, what? You guys really are like a freaking cult at this point with the trans thing. Drew Barrymore, uh, who has a TV show that nobody's watching because she's Drew Barrymore. Uh, She's got this dude on who's this trans TikTok guy, uh, Dylan Mulvaney. He's been in and out of the White House. Biden's kissed his ass a few times, and he's there in a skirt and, you know, looking like uh, 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 Jackie Onassis, like a hairy version of Jackie Onassis. Drew Barrymore gets on her freaking knees, and they're, they're having this conversation. And they're talking about people disliking, people disliking other people. Mulvaney says, it's interesting because I look at someone like you and I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Drew Barrymore gets on her knees. Uh, let's see, looking at the physics of it, she's about a foot and a half away from a man's genitalia uh, and says, do you want to know, ironically, who dislikes me the most sometimes? Myself. Drew Barrymore hates herself. Very poignant moment. Actually it was a bunch of bullcrap. The, the, the left are just kneeling now officially at the altar of this trans trip. And uh you know it, I I I've been following some trans folks. I, I know I've known lots of gay folks over the year over the years. You know what a gay dude is still a dude. You know what all the gay guys I know, you know what half of them are more masculine than I am. They don't want to be women. <laughs> I've known a lot of lesbians over the years. In fact, I was chased by a couple of ones coming out of a bar. Lesbians will kick your ass if you're a breeder. I'm just saying. But you know what? Uh, th- they were women. The lesbians, I've known in my life, most of whom were in long-term committed relationships, you know what? We're women. They just like women. The trans thing, I am in- in- increasingly increasingly convinced The trans people who are, you're riding this populist wave right now, are one of two people, and I'm not talking about minors and people under the age of 18, because they're being preyed upon with this crap. Okay, you're either someone who really, really, really hates who you are, and the only solution you can come up with is to just completely be somebody else. But you know what? Whatever issues you have that are traveling with you into the supposed opposite gender or one of the big 72, they're going to follow with you. Or you're somebody selling something. <laughs> and you know what? I think a lot of the people like this Mulvaney guy are both, man. And I'm trannied out. I am so tired. The fact that we have to come up with laws now to prevent. Physicians, medical doctors from removing the breasts of adolescent girls and mutilating the genitals of of young people. It, 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 I'm like, am I in some kind of, am I in the multiverse? Is this like some kind of alternate reality? The fact we need laws against that stuff now because people are doing it. Doctors are doing it. Child psychologists are agreeing to it and supporting it. And Drew Barrymore's getting on her freaking knees in front of a dude. Optically, it sort of became a, a watershed moment for this whole trans thing. Because a lot of people who reacted to Drew to Drew Barrymore, not that they that they give a crap about her, but the optics of it are, well, wow, women are back on their knees in front of a man, bowing before him, subservient. The trans thing, like much of the leftist agenda right now, and I'm not talking about the architects, the Soros's, the frankly the 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 AOC's and people like that, okay, they want America to become a third world asshole. But there's a legion of morons who are now operating more like cultists, who just accept, and they not only accept, man, they got to be more woke than anybody else. It's obnoxious. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk
1: 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How the hell are you? The phone lines are open 210 599 5555. Okay, let's, let's focus on Prop 8 here, or Prop A, I'm sorry, uh, for, for a few minutes, because uh, uh, th- this is something that. Trey and I are hitting uh, every single stinking day on wearing Rhyme I'm, 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 I'm. Jack's talking about it. We're, you know, th- this is this is important stuff as far as w- w- how this city is going to operate and what this city is going to become. And if you drive around town, uh, you y- you know you're you're seeing garbage everywhere. You're seeing people everywhere out on the streets. Crime is on the uptick. I mean, uh, it, it, it's, it's, things are, are getting kind of dicey here. And uh, then along comes Proposition A, and which you'll be voting on in May. And a couple of big... Shi- I, the, the theme of the day are shiny objects to distract us, and the two shiny objects about uh, Proposition A, which, by the way, and, and James had pointed this out to me, there's a new group called uh, It's Not About Pot.org. If you go to that website, they have, I believe, the language of the, uh, right, you of the can, actual ballot measure.
4: Yeah, you can All click right. on the link that will read the charter. Right,
1: and they're doing commercials on radio and TV. and It's a good message because it's not about the bot. Um, <clears throat> and also abortion, you know, statewide, you know, you, you if you assist somebody in uh, in an abortion or, or getting somebody to an abortion, you could be subject to some fines or some, you know, criminal Or not criminal, but uh, you you could be penalized legally and uh, descriptively this would uh, uh, decriminalize that. And in fact, it doesn't do either. KSAT reported back in February uh, that uh, of the 13-page charter amendment, uh, the decriminalizing of marijuana and this abortion thing are not enforceable, and the city's not going to try to enforce them so it's really kind of a non starter it's just out there to make people think th- something's gonna happen and I'll be the first to tell you and i'm going to hold on i'm gonna bring James and, and Don into this here in a second but uh uh you know if if, if James and I were talking about it, if you want to smoke pot. You're going to find pot. This isn't going to change your pot smoking in any way, shape, shape, or form. Right? If you want to get weed, you can get weed, man. It's Texas. The state produced Willie Willie Nelson, okay? (laughs) Yeah. This is the state of Willie Nelson. And tell me in San Antonio, if you want to smoke some grass, you're going to smoke some grass. All right? I'm not encouraging you to do that because it is illegal, but I'm just saying... You, you, your your life as a pot smoker, as an American pot smoker, is not really going to change at all because of this charter amendment. All right? And I'm going to be even more honest with you. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, with the CBD stuff and a lot of the edibles and, and products that they, that they, uh, uh, you know, sell that are legal. Mm-hmm. This is legal stuff. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm going through a moment right now where I really kind of, Dealt with a lot of uh, uh, ongoing habits that were not good for me and bad health practices, and I'm I'm in a pretty good place right now. I've I've dealt with depression my whole life and stuff like that, and I am now officially one of these guys that buys the CBD CBD stuff. I got a store in my neighborhood uh, that sells this stuff, uh, and, and I you know it, it, it's been a godsend for me, and this stuff's all legal. You know, uh, as far as uh, uh, helping with the depression, helping with appetite, uh, it, you know, when I was still dealing with some uh, pain from the procedures, it was helping with that. So, you know, it, it, even medicinally, if you if you need something, the stuff these guys are selling at the CBD shops is not the stuff they were selling five years ago. It's it's there's a lot of stuff that they that has come into that market. It works. That is legal, and yeah, it works. I again, I can testify to that reality uh, in my own life I treat it like medicine it's, it's like a for me it's like medicine that I take
4: so you're talking about the uh, <coughs> shiny objects right the right. Marijuana. the other one they have on the lies is that uh, prop a will ban chokeholds and no knock search warrants San Antonio Police Department has already banned chokeholds yes, and does that, not do no knock search warrants
1: yes that and let me let me let me get into that for a few minutes yeah the, the, the these things are already on the books and already exist Ban on chokeholds, no knock warrants what it would do actually though, and this is what you have to keep in your noggin, okay it would expand. <laughs> Uh, uh some of the stuff in current law uh and change it uh allowing for and this is what they have they have done this in other cities they've done it in San Francisco they've done it in LA I believe in New York I believe in uh, DC and Baltimore if I'm not if I'm not uh, uh wrong uh y- basically it would legalize e- e- anyone's ability to steal up to $750 worth of stuff so Conceivably, if this passes, you could walk into a CVS or, a, for that matter, a, a, a as we have a lot of in this town, a, a small family-owned corner market. Yeah. Walk out with damn near eight hundred dollars worth of stuff, and it's basically a ticketable offense. You get a ticket. Okay. Uh, you can uh, steal seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of services. So again, I think I said this in the first hour, you could go to a restaurant and invite a few friends, rack up, you know, again, damn near an $800 tab and just walk the hell out and nothing really serious is going to happen to you. So on those two things alone, don't tell me there's not going to be more crime, more theft, more smash and grab. All right. And more businesses that will go out of business. The big guys, look, they're going out of business. We got Walmarts in this country that are going out of business that are turning out the lights because even their insurance can't cover the loss and the damage. Vandalism, graffiti, you can vandalize, you can tag a place up to $2,500. Nothing's going to happen to you. Get a ticket. Misdemeanor. Now, again... We know what will happen, and, and I, I tell you what, man, Nuremberg knows what'll happen uh, i i don't I can't attest to the intelligence level of of most of the people on the city council. I think Jalen's an idiot, so i I don't know if they're even aware uh, of what I'm about to say that if you look towards uh look to the horizon there at other metropolitan areas, other cities that have done this, what has happened? What has happened is crime has gotten a thousand times worse. Okay, I grew up about forty minutes outside of Baltimore and DC. I got friends with the high school with, and middle school with that don't leave their homes at this point because they're too afraid of getting rolled or attacked or whatever. We, th- th- it's cause and effect. We've seen it happen. We are seeing it happen. Okay. Now, most of the city council in Ron Nuremberg, they, they carry the water for the Democratic Party. They are funded by, the, by folks who are you know not here in San Antonio. they got a lot of outside money that comes in. And that's where they get all these people that do, knock on the doors. They did this when Nuremberg was going up against Greg. And, and, and ultimately, I, I think Brockhouse would have won that election had uh, all this uh, additional money not poured into Nuremberg's coffers at the last minute from out of state or out of, out of the city. And frankly, out of the state. So they want to get this passed because this is part of the big game. This is part of the whole shebang. The, the architects of this thing, again, uh, it, you you cannot look towards the southern border. Uh, you cannot look towards uh, a lot of this woke crap. You cannot look towards the destruction of the energy industry, the concerted destruction of the energy industry in, in this country, and and not see what the master plan is. All right, which is to take America down, make us part of the global freaking community, and uh, yes, turn us into a fascist state, a communist state, uh, uh, a a a, uh, a a a place where, again, as I've been saying, everybody ends up eating out of the same dumpster. That's what they want for San Antonio. It's a, it's a chess move, uh, uh, and and. Uh, you got the Nurembergs, who I, maybe are, are aware of of that overall plan, or maybe they just are uh, polishing up the you know political resume for down the road. But in any event, and I liked Ron a, a, at one point very much, so, but he, he doesn't appear to really give a crap about this city because he's doing he supports things that are destructive and ruinous to this city. Everybody else, like the Jalen's of the world, are just freaking morons. It just you know walk lock, lockstep behind the agenda they I, half the time i don't think m- people like Jalen, city councilman even really kind of understand what the hell they're talking about yet bernie sanders on the on uh was it the daily show i forget wh- or no bill maher uh i think uh just within the past week who couldn't even define the word equity I think a lot of people, and and I would toss some of the city council members into this, and even Nuremberg perhaps, that sling around the word equity, and they don't, they're talking out of their asses. They don't even know what it means. It means something about guaranteed outcome. So this is important stuff, you know. I I don't think, I'm not one who normally uh, riffs on one topic, you know, day in and day out. But I I'm like Trey man, I, I love this city. Okay, if I could have got if I could have gotten to Texas out of the the womb, I would have, you know. Frankly, I think I was destined to to live here <laughs> very early on. But uh and I I tell you what, the first day I set foot in San Antonio, which was damn near 11 12 years ago, a dozen years ago at this point, I fell in love. I, I it was love at first sight. And watching the political attacks on this city over the past dozen years just nauseates me. So fight it, stand up for it. Remember, it's not about the pot, uh, and encourage everyone you know to to make sure they vote against this thing because it will be a disaster for San Antonio. 210-599-5555. Other than that, uh, I guess burn one if you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> It is illegal, just so you know. Still illegal.
0: Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com.
1: Hey, I know that guy. 210-599-5555. Sean, hi. Happy Hump Day. It's Wednesday. Hey! You know, uh, one of the things that I, I... Pride myself on to a certain extent is that, um, uh, and, and this was an ethic that I've had for a while. But I, I, my, my buddy Kinky Friedman really hammered this home to me, and that I, I support my friends who are artists or who who are in the creative arts. We actually have a great artistic community here in San Antonio. Uh, it's a great poetry community. There's a great we're, we're we're getting a great music community. Uh, that's that's uh, a great theater community. Small theater community. Uh, and, and I do. I, I support other artists in this town. Uh and I, I'm I'm really good friends with the bass player for the Chuck Weimer band, which is getting a lot of uh Chuck's getting a lot of attention right now, and he's a good guy, and they're a great band. They're playing all over the place. And uh also the bass player for the Chuck Weimer band is my personal medical advisor. <laughs> which when you're me, you kinda need that. You know what I mean? You kinda need that. <laughs> You need somebody who's a doctor or a nurse following you around. Uh, but the the Lytle Music Fest is coming up March 24th, uh, which I believe is a Saturday uh, from 6 to 10 p.m. in the evening and also March 25th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. in the Chuck Weimer Band. My friend's going to be playing. Uh, that's a Friday evening, I guess, March 24th. So check it out. You just look up Lytle Music Fest and all the info will come up. Also, a programming note this, this Friday at St. Paddy's Day. I'm not doing anything in regards to St. Paddy's Day because I'm a Norwegian-American. Oof, da. But my buddy Wayne Hansen, uh, who was here uh, a few months ago, he's a pastor uh, in Colorado. He's actually uh, uh, really big in this revival, this Christian revival that's going on, and we're going to talk to him about that. He's he's coming back to Texas, coming down to Texas for some gigs uh, at South By. So he's going to come by on Friday and hang out with us. Uh, and maybe do a song and talk about the revival and hang out with us. That'd
4: be cool. He was such a joy last time. He's I
1: a, I really enjoyed meeting him. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Good, great man of faith. And so he'll be uh, he'll be with us uh, on Friday. So that's coming up. So let me just want to give a shout out to uh, everything, everybody that's uh, coming by the show or that we support on the air, and uh, uh, check him out, Chuck Weimer, and actually Wayne dot com. I think is uh, is his website.
4: I think I owe him a lunch because I didn't make it last time he was
1: you here. You always owe somebody a lunch. You you owe a lot of people lunches. You're, yeah, you,
4: but I like eating out. So <laughs> it's not a big deal. I like
1: eating out with you because you always pay. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's see if we can do this Friday then. <laughs> Maybe that'd be great. Two one zero. Oh, with Wayne, that'd be great. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Also, uh, Trey brought this story up, and wow, man, it's kind of weird, kind of freaky deaky. Pentagon officials with the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. The Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office have uh, released a, a report along with the chairman of Harvard University's Astronomy Department. Uh, That says, quote, an artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions. Report goes on, these dandelion seeds could be separated from the parent craft by the tidal gravitational force of the sun or by a maneuvering capability. I saw that on Star Trek years ago where they whipped the Enterprise around the sun. Uh, um, Oh, sorry. That's what I sound like in the morning. Sorry. My wife loves it. (laughs) Uh, What's what's interesting about this story, uh, and I'm always fascinated by this stuff because I... I do believe in life in other planets. I do believe that there is life out there. We're not it because first off, why would God make all of that just for us? (laughs) And secondly, statistically, it's just, you know, it's more likely that we're not it. We're we're on this tiny ass little planet on one of the spiral arms of a tiny little galaxy, a tiny little star system. So I do believe there's other stuff out there. I just think it's interesting because now we have an official Pentagon report. Saying that this that this is something they're looking into, and uh, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. You know, I I'd be relieved. I I actually, you know, I'd be relieved if the mothership appeared now and 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 aliens who are obviously by virtue of the fact they can freaking get here, are much further advanced and older than we are. Would not it be great to have them just come on down and, and and not be jerks or anything like in some of the movies? You know. But just show up and say, hey, we're a billion years old, okay, and you guys are really sucking bad right now. And if you want to continue and eventually be really cool things like uh, beings like us with motherships like that thing right over there, y'all better get your ass together. That's You know what I mean? Why not? I mean, that's what I want. I'd be freaking relieved. Uh, I told Trey, and I've told this story before, that you know, if I, with the way things are right now on this, and, and Don Morgan, I think, said it too, like if that did happen, it, with everything that the human race has been through over the past few years, wouldn't we all kind of go, yeah, well, of course, <laughs> sure, <laughs>
4: aliens, why not? <laughs> Van Camp says we're living in a South Park episode right now.
1: I, you know, he's right. <laughs> it's too weird. I'm just – and maybe Don would agree with this. If the aliens visited now, wouldn't like all the Karens in the world – are they wearing masks? (laughs) That's a great line. I don't want them in our lower atmosphere if they're not wearing masks. (laughs) What would E.T. do? E.T. would wear a mask because he didn't want to kill people. And I want some serious social distancing we're we're from eight billion light years away. I don't care. you're still within my bubble you're still within six feet. you're gonna kill me. Dr. fauci would appear. I think the aliens, if they want to interact with our government, that they should be double-masked because they are aliens, and we don't exactly know how their lungs work. They have nine of them, apparently. And so I would advise all alien beings and sentient creatures who might be coming here from the Outer Rim to double-mask and uh, get your booster shots. Could you see a bunch of freaking grays? as You know, the, Trey used that. The grays? The Could grays, you see a bunch yeah. of freaking aliens at the HEB at the pharmacy waiting to go into the little room and get a shot? Right. And your name is, sir? Okay. Can I get a birth date? You know, speaking of some kind of alien crap you got to have your birthday ready if you want to get the the VAC shot at at the H-E-B.
2: better bring a proper
1: passport as well. I think if the aliens were going to visit the White House, that, you know, social distancing uh, is very important. They are very slimy. And and the COVID can activate in the alien slime, you know. And I don't know anything about gain-of-function. (laughs) 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 oh nanu nanu you didn't okay anyway um so lord i think it'd be great i gotta take a break i'm late anywhere Anywhere,
0: anytime. anytime and
4: it's just wherever you need it you can just go online and get it
0: get the sean ryman show wherever you get your favorite podcasts Yeah,
1: man News Talk Five Fifty KTSa FM One Hundred Seven One. I'm Sean. Um, uh, let's see. The uh, phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Yeah. Wow. Well, um. Yeah. The Russians took out one of our drones yesterday, right over Ukraine. Right. I get that right.
4: The Black Sea.
1: Though the Black Sea. Okay.
4: Which is the problem because it's not Russian space.
1: Right. So right. Uh, My issue is John Kirby saying that was unprofessional. (laughs) It was really. That was really unprofessional, man. You (laughs) Russians. How unprofessional. So rude. You know, when the Nazis rolled into Poland, God, that was so unprofessional, man. Can we have a little more damn professionalism here? Can we have some standards? Do the rules mean nothing?
0: Unprofessional. (laughs) wow
1: i also there's a this thing out of there's a story out of san francisco and i hit briefly just i don't care about san francisco all right if uh you want to trod through hobo poop every day of your life you go by all means go live in san francisco i don't care uh and steve hang on is that our steve okay is that the steve we'll talk to the steve coming up it's just not any ordinary, Steve. It's the Steve. He's one of the smartest listeners and contributors we have. But in San Francisco, they got about 50,000 black people. Uh, and the uh, city council uh, is proposing, uh, through the city administrator, to give... rep Now, understand, before I even get there that right now San Francisco let me see where do i see this they 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 are kajillions of dollars uh, in 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 the they're in deficit they 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 they're blowing money left and right in San Francisco and they're they're deep 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 in debt in that town because of all these crappy programs that they spend a lot of money on that they don't really have okay but um because they feel so bad about slavery and because they're freaking woke, they they are considering a uh, reparation program uh, that would give every you know give uh, uh, every black person in San Francisco five million dollars, five million dollars in a lump sum payment. It would also exempt black businesses from paying taxes. Again, these are slavery reparations. There was actually an African-American Reparations Advisory Committee that met yesterday and started talking about this stuff. It's a proposal to, again, give every black person in San Francisco $5 bucks. There's one little problem, and we've mentioned this on the air before. California was never a slave state.
0: <laughs> there
1: was never any slave owners or slaves in the state of California When this is brought to the attention of the folks who support this stuff, it's like, yeah, well, Jim Crow was bad, and black people have been treated bad since then, and, uh, you know, they've just been treated so bad that, you know, they need reparations. Though, again, San Francisco and California in general never allowed for slavery. Uh, California wasn't even a state until 1850. And it was a free state of that. I'd feel kind of stupid if I'm living in San Francisco and I'm waiting through, again, hobo poop, okay, uh, to get to work. And the violence I'm, I'm getting, my, my store is getting busted into every day with smash and grabbers. And on top of everything else, the city council wants me to give $5 million to every black. First off, I think I might just identify as black and, and just go live out in San Francisco just long enough to get the $5 million. Remember how we were going to do that with the, uh, the resource center here in town? I was going to go and identify as an illegal immigrant and see if I can't get like a food card. Maybe I'll just fly my ass out to San Francisco and identify as a black chick and see if I can get 5 million in reparations. I mean, come on, man. Point being, and then we'll talk to Steve. There was never any slavery in California. The argument for reparations is is ridiculous across the board. It sure as hell is ridiculous in a place that never had slavery. But that's the liberal agenda right now, isn't it? Isn't it? Throwing vast amounts of money at communities uh, to solve problems that don't really freaking exist, exist, just so, like, that community will, you know, vote for your ass. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you
5: for taking my call. And you said it right there. All that is, that $5 million is just another demo-fascist carrot on a stick. They're never going to do it.
1: Right, right, absolutely.
5: I, I will believe the uh, Pentagon mothership theory when they release the photographs.
1: I want to see the photographs. me too, man.
5: And then finally the reason for my call was the DeSantis-Trump thing. The only thing Trump needs to be saying about DeSantis right now is he's a fine man, a good conservative, and one day I hope that he becomes president of the United States of America, but I don't believe his time is now. And DeSantis is not even running for president. All this is is the uh, demo-fascist and the media stirring the s pot like they do all their time. They're just trying to raise cackles and get— Get something going that's not even there. Trump really should ignore it. His advisor should tell him, back off.
1: Yeah, I, you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, then we've got to take a break. In, in 2016 and 2015, there were very obvious villains like Hillary Clinton, who most people believe to be exceptionally corrupt, you know, and, and an awful human being in general. So calling her names and targeting her made sense, right? Because he was basically giving voice to a lot of things that most people were thinking anyway. Now, well, it, it, it seems petty and weird now to go after other Republicans. Well, 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 absolutely,
5: you're right on that. And if any he or anybody who truly wants what's best for this country and all of her people should be speaking well of yeah. Ron DeSantis.
1: Yep, absolutely. Steve, as usual, man, thank you for the call, sir.
5: Thank you, sir.
1: Rock on. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean. We'll take a break. We'll be right back on Newstalk 550
0: KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the and hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man, news
1: Talk 550 KTSA. I'm going to talk about food. To end the show, which is why I also want to mention my buddy, uh, my brother uh, Trey Ware's fifth annual drive to end hunger. It's still going on, man. Go to the website ktsa.com. They're looking for cash donations. It's the Food Bank of San Antonio. They feed a hundred thousand people uh, a week. Okay, so uh, or a thousand people a week, a lot of people a week uh, depend on the food bank for their nutrition. And the best way you can help them out this time around is with your cash donation, which you can do at the website. And if you want to do the math in your head, this is what your buying power gets you. A dollar feeds seven people. Seven. Uh, Again, 100,000 people a week. So go to the website, make a donation brought to you by Stevens Roofing and in part by Airtron Heating and Air Roof Fix and the Institute for Functional Health. Um, The reason I'm talking about Trey and I, we get to this point in the week. We're middle-aged guys, right? So we always invariably end up talking about what we want to eat this weekend. The older you get, youngsters, also, you'll notice in your marriages, in your long-term relationships, that the longer you're together, the more you do, in fact, spend a significant amount of your time talking about what to have for dinner. And uh, uh, coming up this week, it's going to be cold this weekend. Uh, I think we're doing crawdads the weekend after. I was thinking about making some chili. In a crock pot. I like chili when it's cold. But then I realize a Fiesta's coming up. And th- this is a culturally weird thing with my wife and I. That when Fiesta rolls around. Like I like frog's legs. Tastes just like chicken. I, I like uh, uh, amphibian chicken. I, I like uh, a cup of corn. With all the crap on it. You know, I love that. My wife though, every year... It's chicken on a stick, man, chicken on a stick. She got to get some chicken on a stick.
4: It's a rookie mistake to not go there for the first piece of food when you go to a fiesta event because it's the longest line, but it's just a it's like a banquet chicken patty on a, on a toothpick. there's they
1: don't do anything different i i mean i I'm if my wife, you guys love chicken on a stick, God bless you. You're disregarding the jalapeno. I'm just saying that they, they, they shove a jalapeno at the end, and that makes it Mexican. Oh, so good. without the jalapeno, I could get that at McDonald's. <laughs> I just, I don't. I mean, I, I God bless her. I want her to be happy. For some reason, we always miss the chicken on the stick. We go to Fiesta. We go to some damn event. Takes us nine hours to walk there after we park. <laughs> right? Yeah. Y'all heard me raging about that a few years ago, didn't you? And uh, and and so I can buy my wife. A, a normal frozen chicken patty shoved on a stick with a jalapeno that costs $7. Uh, I, I'm fine with it. If that makes her happy, whatever makes baby happy, happy wife, sane Sean. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm beyond happy when my wife is happy. If chicken on a stick is what she wants, I just don't get it. Mm. You, you honestly could go to H-E-B, get some banquet cut- cutlets <laughs> Shove it on a stick.
4: I've had texts from family members and friends saying, Theo is working the chicken on a stick. He'll cut you in line. He'll give you a couple on the side. It's that. A couple of what? Uh, Chicken cutlets? Yeah. It's that important to our culture. Why? Is it the jalapeno? What is it? It's just a thing. I don't know. It's a
1: thing. But
4: I eat it every every you time do. I do. You
1: and she, I know she's already thinking about it. Where am I going to get my chicken on a the stick? There are restaurants that serve this crap we could go to right now. There are food trucks in this town. 365 days a year we can get chicken on a stick. She need, She has this thing, this preternatural need to get it at Fiesta. And every time we go to Fiesta, whether it's Cornival and Helotis, or it's uh, New Orleans. What is it? Uh, Taste
4: of New Orleans. Taste of New
1: Orleans. We 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 try to hit one major fiesta event a year. Chicken on a stick, Mister John. Wayne you gonna give me chicken on a stick. And we always get to the place right as the chicken on a stick place runs out of chicken and sticks.
4: Oh, that's not good.
1: It makes my wife very sad. And I'm like, baby, why don't we just go to? Why don't we just go to HEB and and you turn your back. <laughs> <laughs> You know I'll you... get me a couple of skewer sticks and shove some banquet chicken on that damn thing with a jalapeno, and I'll say, "Oh look, baby, look what I got you! I got your chicken on a damn stick." And it didn't cause me a damn thing. I'm just saying, I don't get it. It's cool, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, Don, what do you eat at to, Fiesta? Like tofu on a stick? Do you get like to have like kale on a stick? Not he's even, probably doing that. News not even thing. a
4: corn in the cup.
1: I love corn. Yeah, right. You could eat that. That's vegan. Yeah. First time I had corn in a cup with everything on it. That's the sour. What is it? Sour cream, cheese, the the seasoning, the the hot sauce.
4: Yeah, I was like, that's delicious. Have you
1: tried to explain
4: it to someone who's not from around here?
1: No, I can't explain it to myself. And you know, I mean, we never saw such a thing on the East Coast. No, I've never seen corn in a cup as a delicacy, but it is. That's my favorite. It's corn on the cu- in a cup.
4: It's funny to explain And it's it just to corn someone. in a cup. Yeah, and they're like, so what's the... I'm like, no, it's just in a styrofoam cup, and you get a plastic All the crap they
1: put on the corn, you just let it all melt and mush together.
4: But now you see the corn, street corn on the YouTubes and the TikToks of people roasting it and preparing it. Copycats. Yeah. That's lame, man. <laughs> cultural appropriation. That's
1: cultural appropriation, man me tell you something if you live in ohio okay and you're eating chicken on a stick it's cultural appropriation you should be ashamed of yourself all right uh thank you james thanks to elaine rodriguez our executive producer don morgan and my good brother trey where spread the love don't be a jerk we'll see you tomorrow bye